People need to know that this is a place of peace. People can live together in harmony, regardless of where they came from or who they are. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Inside the Epicenter with Joel Rosenberg, a podcast of the Joshua Fund, a ministry dedicated to blessing Israel and her neighbors in the name of Jesus. I'm Carl Muller, Executive Director of the Joshua Fund. In today's episode, we come back with Ken Barron of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association to find out more about his story. Ken shares his salvation experience, his faith journey, and how we can't do anything without Jesus. Here's today's episode. Talk a little bit more about your initial impressions of Israel and what your experiences there were. I think the biggest thing that anybody finds when they get to Israel is, and they've, they knew something about the Bible, and certainly, or, or from whatever background they come from, is that how strikingly real it is, and it's not that big. It's not as big as you think, and it's not, there's not as much territory to cover. I always thought that uh, Gethsemane was, you know, a hundred miles away from Jerusalem. You know, it, it just seemed that way. Maybe because when you're young, you exaggerate things. But I, I think it all coalesced itself. And to see the bustling places now, and mo- it's modern, yet it, in Jerusalem and many parts of the country, they, they still maintain the uh, architectural reality. And, and you can see where everything took place. It's just striking. We had set up a meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu or Franklin Graham and myself and a couple of Skip Heitzig, who I, I'm sure you know, and sure. one of our board members went. And it was four of us go to meet with him. And uh, he said, you know, there's something about, there's one positive about anti-Semitism. And I go, what could that possibly be? And he said, because in France, it was getting so bad that many of the chefs left France and came to Israel. So true. And the foods improved dramatically. <laughs> so, so true. I, I think that that was a great thing. Uh, but the fruit, the vegetables, I've been on the Golan Heights and Sea of Galilee everywhere, and the farming, the what it was and what it is today mm. is so much different. I didn't know it before, but I'd seen many pictures of it. Yeah. And, you know, you see the movie Exodus, when I was a kid and all well, of those things make you yeah. feel like it's just desert. When you get there, it's very lush. It's beautiful. The vegetables and the, and, and the stuff that grows, the olive tree, it's just, it's very much a, a fulfillment. It great. It's a very much a fulfillment of, uh, of, of biblical uh, prophecy. You know, that, 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 that in these days, God will bring his children back to Israel and uh, it will be a, a land once again, flowing with blessing and uh, and abundance. Uh, you see it. I've seen it. It's it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, I heard the number, I think uh, Joel was talking about maybe in the last podcast, about the number of Jews there are, or Messianic Jews, in the world today. And they, you know, the study that was done, that I'm sure you know about, was 2,000 at one point, and now it's over 800,000. I think a lot of that has because people have been allowed to go to Israel as it is now. Mm. and see what it is and make the connection because it does make that emotional 
and that spiritual and that historical connection yeah. uh, in a person that may have been marginal or didn't believe at all. Yeah. And you get there and you see this. I have a son that is not a believer, but he's very knowledgeable in scripture and historical basis of the Bible, which he questions all the time. But I can't wait for him to go to Israel. That's right. Because I know that will put him in a place where he'll understand it. Yeah, uh, that's so true. I just can't wait to get back there. COVID yeah. really destroyed us. I can't, I'm supposed to go back in March. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I'm praying that it happens. But it was great to go with Franklin, too. I thought the Christians just didn't like Jews. I didn't know the history behind it. I didn't know all the things that had happened. What I see today is the secular Jews who are very liberal, mm -hmm. who have no real scriptural training. I didn't know anything when I was going to Hebrew school. They just taught me how to get through to my bar mitzvah and read my Haftorah. That was the whole goal. Historically, maybe I didn't pay attention either, which mm -hmm. is probably true. But there's so much to it that it makes sense. When, when Jesus was set on this earth by God as a human flesh, it was for the lost sheep of Israel. Mm -hmm. And yet, of course, we know what happened with the uh, woman whose, whose daughter was uh, afflicted by demons. Mm -hmm. And Jesus cured yeah. that person who was not a, a Jew, it's a Gentile. Sure. But it opened it up. And then, of course, Paul opened it up. But it was for me. You know, it was for me. It yeah. was for us that yeah. the real bloodline of Judaism, uh, my mother just passed away at 100. Yeah. And she came to live with us six years ago. Hurricane Harvey hit Texas and flooded her out. She came to live with us. And started going to church with us. You know, they had disowned me. Remember, they had disowned me when I was young, but now I had to take care of her. Wow. And she gave her life to Jesus years ago with my father. Mm. When I, they, they said when they were looking for help for me with my addiction, they found Jesus. But wow. I didn't know that for 26 years. Wow. And then when, they, when she came to live with us, and we started going to a great church here in Charlotte, wonderful church, and she started going. She rededicated her life just six months before she died. Wow. She went forward at an invitation. And she started to understand so much more because we were focusing on it. But I think I see things that just disturb yeah. me uh, with very liberal Jews who almost make a mockery out of Judaism. We're going to be taking a break. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, this is Joel Rosenberg, founder and chairman of the Joshua Fund, and I've got exciting news. In 2023, I'm inviting you on behalf of our entire board and staff to come to the Holy Land, to come to Israel on the next Prayer and Vision Tour. This is the 75th anniversary of the prophetic rebirth of the modern state of Israel back in 1948. And what is God doing here? It's amazing, spiritually, economically, in so many ways. There's been so much growth, so much progress, but the best is yet to come. And we want you to see it. We want you to walk where Jesus walked. We want you to see where the apostles ministered. We want you to see where people's lives were transformed by the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. We want you to see this city where Jesus died and rose again and where he's coming back, I hope soon. But in the meantime, come to Israel with the Joshua Fund. You can learn more about the trip, the itinerary, the cost, all the details at joshuafund.com. But sign up quickly because I think this thing is going to fill up fast. The Prayer and Vision Tour of Israel in the fall of 2023. I hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Epicenter. We're back with Ken Barron on this episode of Inside the Epicenter with Joel Rosenberg. Ken, let me ask you about that. As a Jewish believer, I mean, it's so great to hear about your mother coming back to the Lord and spending eternity there with your dad. And, you know, and and that's something to look forward to. But, you know, you mentioned as a Jewish believer who loves Israel, um, but sees this in the secular Jewish world, what do you think Israel needs most at the moment? And and how can believers worldwide be more intentional in reaching out to Israel like that? Well, I think in the evangelical world, there's a lot going on, obviously. And Joel talked about that in one of his podcasts about What's the difference between Messianic Jews and Evangelical Jews? I think there is a little bit more of a difference from what I see that the Evangelicals still stick to Christian tradition and Messianic Jews like to celebrate the Jewish traditions of the holidays. Hmm. But basically they're the same. And there's a lot of Evangelical Jews that go to Israel. But I think the Jews don't have a clue why they're going. They can say, and I've seen it, I'm going to Israel. And uh, even my parents went at one point and, you know, it was a big deal to them, but they didn't really know what they were doing. And I think I was asked the same question by the tourism folks in Israel. You know, what can we do to reach out more? I think Israel reaches out in many ways, but I think that we as people who are Americans need to do more to talk about Israel and talk about just like I'm talking about it. This is the roots of our lives. Yeah. This is where we all came from. Yeah. This is home. Yeah. For all of us. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're a Jew or, or, or a Christian. Yeah. The biggest thing that I found out becoming a, a, a born again Christian is all the persecution and the reasons for it that happened during history, whether Martin Luther or Constantine or or the Queen of Spain, all that stuff had nothing to do with Jesus. Judaism. Yeah. It was scapegoat. It was some made-up rumor to have people uh, focus against somebody. Hmm. And because we're God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. And there's a sense of jealousy. Why, why should you be God's chosen people? Well, we didn't decide that. God decided that with Abraham. We didn't. People need yeah. to know that this is a place of peace. Yeah. People can live together in harmony. Yeah. regardless of where they came from or who they are. 
and people aren't there killing each other every day, although there's some things that do go on that would scare people. Yeah. I was in Nazareth with a friend who owned a hotel up there, and her family were Arab Christians. I do think they were treated pretty badly up there. And Nazareth was a beautiful place, although they built a reproduction of where Jesus lived, actually up on the top of Nazareth. They had this hotel and church that they were losing because a mosque was built right on the top of them <laughs> and allowed to be built. And oh, it was just terrible. And they couldn't get customers to come. But it was a great place that people should have. I would have invested in it if I could have. But I think people just need to get there and see it and feel it. The yeah. guides there, every guide I've ever met, has been good. You know, they're good. They're trained. They know what they're talking about. They can show you Christian and Jewish sites. Sure. Uh, they do it with a passion. And there's not a, at least the people I've known, there's not been a favoritism yeah. of it. It's just been, this is a great place. Sure. And we love you and want you to come. Yeah. And it's very welcoming. I don't. I found it to be. Well, I'm well, kind Ken, of biased, I guess. Ken, uh, in, in just a couple minutes as we have remaining here on this podcast, I, I just wanted to ask you, you know, the Joshua Fund has been working in Israel. And, you know, sometimes we can paint the picture of Israel as this technological and uh, social miracle. But there are still poor people. There are still people, over 25% of them are under the yeah. poverty line and, and have food insecurities. And, and there's drug addiction, serious drug addiction and, and other social problems in cities like Tel Aviv and Netanya. And Jerusalem, even, you know, I mean, and, and certainly the unrest there. You know, when you look at the Joshua Fund, the work that Joel Rosenberg and our team, you know, have really committed to doing to bless Israel and the neighboring countries, what is it that you would say from your background and, you know, with drugs and drug rehab, with the Billy Graham Association, with Samaritan's Purse, what would you say that the Joshua Fund is doing that? that you really think is is exciting or, or perhaps is is really touching the lives of people in Israel and the, and the epicenter? I think the same thing goes uh, on the opposite side of things where people believe a certain thing about Israel. And Israel is known for the things you mentioned, technological advances, health care, and they do show it in a beautiful way. And that can give people the wrong impression about it. And they don't see that other side. I saw some poverty in Israel, especially with the Arab, Arab Christians that have been persecuted, yes. people there who have Arab, mostly Arab people, I think, that have been really done, and Holocaust survivors, although it's not many of them left, yeah. uh, they've been treated unfairly and poorly. I try to play it up because I love Israel as being this great place, which it is, but on the other side, there's like a anywhere, there's poverty and there's uh, a sense that it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way because yeah. God calls us to the poor. God tells us, don't forget. To, I think that's why he never made me rich financially. Uh, I've always been in a position and he put me in a position. I didn't do this. He put me in a position to help people. Yeah. Every job I've ever had has been to help people. And I didn't choose that. I mean, I didn't. And he may have paid me a lot of money, but I never thought it was, I never thought my calling was worth anything. I thought it was just, that's what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, and I think people that don't realize that people have the same issues. It's not just a religious issue. There's social issues. There are the same insecurities. I will tell you, if I did live in Israel, I probably would have grown up pretty insecure. 
just like I did here in the 50s and early 60s when I thought there was going to be an atomic war any moment. In yeah. Israel, you're living on the edge. Yes. You, you think that you're going to be attacked by Iran at any moment. And young people feel that and grow up very insecure. And I guarantee that is one of the causes of the drug addiction there, that there's an insecurity. There's live, eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we may die. I had that as a philosophy in that book that I wrote a long time ago. And I think that can exist there. That's one of the reasons for drug abuse. Yeah. insecurity and fear it turns into anxiety poverty on the other side the whole systemic issues that there's an underserved people that don't fit in any category and mm -hmm. that's where the joshua fund comes in joshua mm -hmm. fund comes in and fills those gaps fills those needs sees the places that have this need and that are not being fulfilled by any program or or specialty and, and I think that's what's so important. I love to see the things you guys do, and I love to hear about them. And I'm so glad that you guys started that and that Joel has funded a lot and other people have because you are finding the needs of people that aren't seen. We want to make Israel look beautiful, and it is. Yeah. I want to make it look beautiful. But there's always the underside of yeah. things. You can go three blocks from where I am today in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. And there's drugs and prostitution mm -hmm. and child abduction. Three blocks from here. Yeah. Same thing in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And it's happening in Tel Aviv, especially. Yeah. And I, I wish I could do more. I, I'd love to be there doing more. Uh, so I'm yours, as you know that, Carl. I told yeah. you that. We, we love you, too. And we're so thrilled that you had this opportunity to just chat with you and to get your, your story and the, the whole picture here and and I'm, I'm just grateful for you personally and for what God's done in your life and, and the way he's, he's just, he's enabled you to, to leverage so much good in this world, uh, for the benefit of others. And, and we at the Joshua Fund are super grateful for you, Ken. Thank you for taking your time, I, uh, with us. And, you uh, know, Carl, I, I made a list for somebody the other day of somebody wanted to know, well, what have you done? And I made a list of things that just came to my head. And I'm sure there's a hundred I'm leaving out. It boggled my mind. I couldn't have done all, experienced the things. I didn't do anything. I experienced the things that God put in front of me mm -hmm. that people would not do in a hundred years. Sure. And that's, to what end is to tell this story? Yeah. But to be able to say to people, there are people doing great things like you guys, the Joshua Fund, that also need help. And the one way they can help is to go to you and say, look, you see a need, you see a place where I can't get to, but let me experience it through you. And that's what I hope this will bring about. So everybody who's listening, uh, we love you from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Samaritan's Purse, but also from the Joshua Fund that's doing great things in Israel to help people. Well, Ken, thank you again. And, and, uh, and I want to thank all of our listeners. You know, the uh, the people who listen to this podcast have made it what it is with over three million listens and uh, and downloads. Uh, we are we are just overwhelmed by God's favor on on this podcast. And if it's if this has been a help to you, if you found it very valuable, please get in touch with us. Let us know who you are. Are you someone who's searching for Jesus, like Ken was, uh, as a drug addict, or uh, someone who's difficult circumstances in life have caused them to question their basic philosophies. You know, you can find out about truth and hope and healing right here on this podcast. 
do you want to talk about something else that we address on this show? You know, the Joshua Fund is, is involved with Israel and the five neighboring countries to bless Israel and her neighbors in the name of Jesus. Do you have a question you want Joel to answer? Joel's experiences on the geopolitical news and biblical prophecy areas are so valuable to educating us on what God is really doing here in the Middle East. If you have a question, we'd love to answer it. Go to joshuafund.com and click on Contact Us. Your feedback is very important as we develop this podcast. And as always, you can check out our show notes for anything you heard on the podcast you'd like more information on. For Joel Rosenberg, Ken Barron on this episode, the Joshua Fund Ministry, and Joel Rosenberg, I'm Carl Muller. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside the Epicenter with Joel Rosenberg. I'm sure you've discovered ways to reach out to Israel from this podcast and to take action. I hope you were also able to find a bit of truth, a bit of hope, and more faith and healing as you listened. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hard-working pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.